What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, I said we are going to do a recap of every single game today because yesterday I didn't cover a lot of teams. I'm sure some of you might be wanting to hear about your team, so you will hear about your team today. Let's jump right into it. So, the Padres finished off a 9-0 homestand thanks to, I mean, thanks to everyone. It wasn't just one person, but yesterday... Fernando Tatis Jr. led the way like he usually does. By the way, he's he's gotten very hot and his numbers are back where we expected them. I mean, I think about a month ago we were looking at his numbers and everyone was clowning him because he was hitting like like a buck sixty or something. Now he's he's back back on top of the world. I mean, if you think of anyway, look at it. He's got a three hundred nine average with an eleven eleven OPS, thirteen homers, twenty six ribbies. It's like what early season slump are we talking about? That's why we play a full 162. These guys who are the transcendent talents, their their talents and their numbers, they're going to shine. They're going to shine when, when the dust settles at the end of the day. So Tatis Jr. had two homers yesterday, including a, ho- uh, a grand slam. I'm sorry, a grand slam. And it's just been a crazy week for him, a crazy week for the Padres. They are the first team to 30 wins owners of the best record in baseball. So after sweeping the Rockies and the Cardinals, they then went on to cap their perfect homestand with a victory over the Mariners. So this this team is clicking on all cylinders. I mean, obviously we expected them to be really good coming into the year, but they finally hit their stride and they're going to be a problem. They're going to be a problem all season long. On the mound, Yu Darvish was his usual dominant self. He threw seven innings of one-run ball. He lowered his ERA down to 175. San Diego has won nine of his 10 starts this season. So everything's going well. Everything is clicking for San Diego. And they're looking good. Staying in the NL West, the Dodgers swept the Giants. So the Dodgers have now won their seventh straight and 11th of their last 12 to move up in the NL West rankings or standings, I should say. Uh, yeah, they're, they're really hitting their stride 11 to five over the Giants yesterday at Oracle Park, completing a three game sweep and they overtook the Giants in the standings. Finally, they went through a weird stretch there where they weren't hitting. They all kind of slumped, but now they're picking up where they left off and they're looking dangerous. They look like the Dodgers from early in the year. Gavin Lux, he delivered the knockout blow, a grand slam off of Anthony Disclafani and, um, when Discofani took the mound to begin this game, he had a 2.03 ERA. By the time Gavin Lux delivered that that granny, his ERA had ballooned to a 3.54. So, yeah, that that was not a not a great outing for Tony Disco. But on the other side of things, Julio Arias was awesome for the Dodgers. He threw a perfect game through five and third before giving up a weak hit infield single but through six innings he struck out 10 didn't allow a single walk the only blip on his final line was a two-run homer he allowed to austin slater but dodgers are training the right direction dodgers and padres are are kind of going at it in the nl west right now so the al west shohei otani brought his big bat off the bench a game-tying pinch hit sack fly in the seventh inning where he would, you know, lead the Angels or help them get, you know, an eventual 6-5 to win over the A's. 
he remained in right field for the last two innings of the game, actually. And, um, yeah. He's now played in all but one of the Angels' 47 games because he wasn't actually in the lineup for the opener of Thursday's doubleheader against the Twins. But otherwise, he's made six starts on the mound, and he's been in the lineup for four of those outings. So this is the the full Shohei we've all been waiting for. We've been waiting for this guy to be unleashed, and they're unleashing him this year. We're seeing that all-star talent. But he entered yesterday leading the majors in extra base hits with 28, total bases with 104. He also has a 2-3-7 ERA with 45 punch-outs in 30 and a third innings. He's tentatively scheduled to start against the A's on Friday in Oakland. So we're seeing a lot more Otani in the outfield. I mean, yesterday's appearance was the fourth time this season he played in the outfield, his third time playing right field. He previously moved to right twice after his starts on the mound so they could keep his bat in the lineup for an extra plate appearance, also playing left field in a blowout loss to the Astros on April 24th. But we're, we're seeing good things out there from Otani. The Red Hot Rays won their 10th straight. So they capitalized on a wild Toronto bullpen, and they rallied for the 10th win in a row. Over the last 11 days, they've won in about every way you can think. Slugfests, well-pitched games, some hard-fought wins. They've jumped up to big leads. They've come back from multiple-run deficits. So yesterday, they entered the ninth inning trailing by two runs, and I'm sure they were confident because they've, they've just won like this before. They've won in every single way you can think of, and they had a... Um, a nice comeback victory yesterday. They put up four in the ninth inning and helped them win by a score of six to four over the Blue Jays in Dunedin. But their winning streak at 10 games is now the best in the majors. So when you have a double digit win streak, obviously that's that's pretty impressive and people start to talk about it a lot more. And this is a team that went to the World Series. Obviously they were gonna be good this year. And now they've yeah, they've gotten everyone's attention. They have now secured, not secured, nothing is secure at this point in the season. They have now found themselves in a tie for first place in the AL East. This is the first time in, in almost a month and a half the Red Sox have had company at the top of the AL East. Like over like 40-something, almost 50 days ago, the Red Sox took first place in the AL East, and they were all alone up there. But now the Rays went on a, a big streak now. They're, they're sharing first place with the Yankees, and the Yankees are... I'm sorry, with the Red Sox. And then the Yankees in third place, half a game behind those clubs. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But yeah, the Rays stay hot. The Nationals swept the Orioles. Battle of the Beltway there in D.C. yesterday. Patrick Corbin took the mound for the Nats. And five and two-thirds for his outing. Four runs on... 11 hits and two walks and three strikeouts. I mean, just a, an okay start, but at the end of the day, the Nats scored more runs than the Orioles, which is what matters. Six to five, the victory in D.C. Moving on, out to Philadelphia, or I would say up to Philadelphia if you're going from D.C., the Phillies avoided the sweep at the hands of the Red Sox. Zach Wheeler put a stop to it. And, yeah, he, he stepped up as the Philly stopper yet again. They got a 6-2 victory over the Red Sox at Citizens Bank Park. Zach Wheeler has been an absolute ace this year. Frontline ace. 7-3rd of one-run ball with 12 strikeouts against Boston yesterday. And he, he helped stop the bleeding there because it was getting ugly in Philly. 
the Yankees got a walk-off walk from Aaron Judge. It was a bases-loaded walk. They win this game by a score of 5-4 to four over the White Sox. They rallied in the ninth inning in order to get there. But, you know, this is a team that's also you know, similar to Tampa Bay that is clicking on all cylinders. They're going to be, you know, in, in the big picture of that division coming down the stretch. Guys are hitting again. Glaber Torres is hitting again. Aaron Judge is hitting. They're they're looking good. They're looking really good. Jameson Tyone, you know, pitching better as of late. Five shot innings yesterday for for New York, and yeah, they give the White Sox no, a, a close a close uh, victory for the Yankees, but a victory nonetheless, five to four. In Cleveland, this one went to extras though. The Twins who have fallen on hard times, but they won this game by a score of 8-5. to five. And it was finished in 10 innings. Uh, Kyle Garlick. Kyle Garlick, I mean, so he's on the Twins roster to do one job. And um, he's on the roster to do one job. Hit left-handed pitching. That's, that's why he's there. That's why he's there. And he hit a three-run homer yesterday to give the Twins a lead there in, in the 10th inning. It wasn't against the lefty, though. It was against James Krishnek, a righty. So kind of, you know, bucking a trend there, stepping up in a big spot and helping the Twins get a much-needed win. The Twins have, have been a bit of a disappointment this year, if we're being honest. Things just haven't really gone their way. And, you know, they find themselves at a point where, I mean, it's still early, but if they don't turn things around quickly, they might reach the trade deadline. They might have to, you know, sell or you know, you know, trade guys or whatever. But obviously, it's way too early to, it's way too early to determine that. But a hard-fought win for them yesterday. Max Kepler three-run homer, Kyle Garlick three-run homer, and an eight-to-five victory for Minnesota over Cleveland. Down in Miami, the Marlins get a victory so the marlins are, are still hanging around 500 you know this is a team that's much impro- much improved over the last couple of years obviously they have a lot more talent than they ever did five to one over the mets yesterday cody petite he threw a career high seven scoreless innings yesterday afternoon against the new york metropolitans and yeah seven scoreless this marlin staff low-key has some really good pitchers i mean you have Petit, who is at a 106 ERA on the year, obviously, you know, not not enough innings to 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 draw any conclusions. Only 17 innings, but you have Trevor Rogers. You have um, I'm missing someone. Sixo Sanchez is still hurt, but they have somebody else down there that's been throwing well. His name escapes me right now, but it'll probably come back to me later. But yeah, Marlins get that win five to one. There's, there's two games under 500, so they're, they're sticking around more than many of us would have anticipated. So, good to see. Good to see. In Cincinnati, I will start by saying that Jesse Winker did hit another home run yesterday. So, that's his fifth in three games. He and Castellanos both went deep. Castellanos is leading the majors in batting average now, but Winker is one point behind him. Castellanos at 356, Winker at 355. Winker was 2-for-5 with a homer yesterday. Castellanos was 3-for-4 with a homer yesterday. Both those guys are just doing insane things. Both their numbers are almost identical. It's kind of crazy, kind of crazy. Castellanos may be slightly, slightly better. Actually, not even. Winker has a better OPS, so 
it's, it's a wash. They're, they're identically mashing, and they're one and two, that one-two punch at the top of the Reds lineup. But it wasn't enough yesterday. The Brewers defeated the Reds yesterday nine to four, and uh, you know, the Reds are still are, are still kind of trying to get better pitching. Honestly, yesterday Luis Castillo started five innings, five earned runs, wasn't enough to get the job done as the Brewers, you know, defeated them five to sorry nine to four, nine to four for uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee did get Christian Yelich's first home run off. Uh, of the year off of Brad Brock. So he's he's off the IL and, you know, they need him to be Yelich. Two for four with a homer yesterday for Christian. Avisayo Garcia also went deep. Let's head down to the ATL. The Braves defeated the Pirates. So the Braves just beat up on the Pirates all weekend long. 7-1 was the score yesterday. Austin Riley, two homers. And uh, he continues to have a very strong year. He's had a really good month. Two for four with five ribbies for Austin Riley down there at third base. He seems to have made a lot of adjustments. I remember when he first came up as a rookie, he had all those home runs you know, to start his career. And then they figured out his weakness was that slider. Slider down and away. He had trouble hitting it. Seems to have been made, had made, making some adjustments over the past couple of years. And obviously right now he's really, really seeing the ball well. Not, not only he had, um, well, yeah, he had two home runs, uh, but uh, Dansby Swanson hit a homer as well yesterday. But Max Freed, seven innings of one-run ball. Just what Atlanta needed as they're trying to get close close to 500. They're one game below 500 at this point. The Tigers, I'm sorry, the Royals beat the Tigers 3-2. to two. Chris Bubich, five innings, two earned runs for Kansas City. And Carlos Santana with a home run. Actually, Carlos Santana delivered a walk-off home run i should say it was a bloop and a blast so whip merrifield had an infield single and then carlos santana gets up there in the ninth inning walk off homer to center field giving them a 3-2 win over the tigers i probably should have led with that but carlos santana you know this i'm a big carlos santana fan you know he was really he was really good in cleveland i mean he's not putting up the same kind of numbers he did like two years ago, what was it 2019? So he had that one year in Philly where he had a down year. I think it was 2018. Goes to uh, Cleveland in 2019. Goes back to Cleveland, I should say, and, and puts up a monster. Year. I think he was an All Star. But ideally, you're getting someone who's an on base machine. This year, I mean, his numbers are actually really good. 856 OPS because that that on base that he he's an on base machine. That. 396 OBP is just like you look at that and you're like, what in the world? That's that's what you get from him. But a career 814 OPS guy, 856 this year. So I take that back. He is having a very good year. I just assumed before I checked the numbers. But looking at it, he's having as good of a season as you could expect from from anyone, really. 856 OPS is really strong. So good for Carlos Santana. Gives the Royals a walk-off win. They keep moving, they keep pushing. And um, they're one game below 500. The Rangers walked off on the Astros. The Rangers swept the Astros, ladies and gentlemen. Adolis Garcia again. This is the third straight day I'm talking about this dude. Talking about this dude. Adolis Garcia just keeps doing things. Walk off RBI. Um, I mean, wasn't a homer. Wasn't a homer this time, but you know, he's just in the middle of everything. It just seems like he, he's he's able to find a he has a flair for the dramatic. You know, he has a nose for the ball. And, uh, you know, yesterday it's just a ground ball up the middle with the infield in. And, you know, Nick Solak comes in to score from third base. And 
that does it. That does it for the Rangers. But they sweep the Houston Astros in a statement, a statement weekend for them. The Rockies defeated the D-backs by a score of 4-3. to three. Trevor Story, walk-off home run. Walk-off home run for the Rockies. That's, that's what I'll say on that one. And then last but not least, our Sunday night game. It was a pitcher's duel, Cubs and Cardinals, but it was a Javier Baez two-run home run, a go-ahead two-run shot in the 10th inning that lifted the Cubs over the Cardinals. Great pitching on both sides. Adam Wainwright turning back the clock. Eight innings, seven strikeouts, no earned runs. Zach Davies, five innings of no earned runs. Actually, the whole, it was you know, just great pitching. No earned runs from anyone on the on the Cubs side. There was one unearned run off of Kimbrell at the end, but Chicago gets the win 2-1. to one. So that's going to do it, folks. We did a full recap. Hope you enjoyed hearing your team today, but that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.